Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. Hasn't been too long since you last heard us. We're getting a nice early show in on a Tuesday. Um, we're not on really a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I completely didn't think about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we usually do like Wednesday, Thursday, sometimes Friday. But um, it's the Thanksgiving coming around. We wanted to get this in now. And um, Yeah, with all those early Thanksgiving games coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully you ate last week in fantasy so you can eat so you're prepared to eat this week for thanksgiving um eating w's like Jameis, <laughs> or the zeke where he does his like feed me celebration his little cereal bowl yeah he, i assume he, that's what it is right it's cereal yeah well have you seen like the video it's, uh, there's like a gif of it now too of like him just like going in on some cereal and splashing it everywhere and i like, guess it is weird <laughs> and everything <laughs> no i need to find this it's a pretty popular one it's, it, that's a good one. I mean, it's not nothing's going to be on the level ever of the Eli and the Banana Suit GIF <laughs> from what? that music video. Have you? I, I think I've sent that to you at some I think point. You, yeah, that one sounds. There familiar. was like that random music video that he had patented for something, and I don't remember what it was for, but that's a good one. I mean, Eli is just so like memeable, jiffable, whatever you want to say. Like, it's just like he's just enjoyable and funny, and mostly funny to look at. Yeah, his so. face just is, is comical. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Jonah Hill. Structural design. <laughs> Eli is the Jonah Hill of the NFL. <laughs> but um. <laughs> anyway, um. So wait, who's McLovin then? <laughs> who's McLovin? Yeah, who's the McLovin of the NFL? Oh, that's a good question. We'll figure know. this out as we go. But, um, These are the important things. Yeah, like it, I guess he's the McLovin of quarterbacks. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll like keep it to quarterbacks because like that's kind of easy to like get a gauge on. I'm trying to think like who like who who fits in that like maybe Rosen. Uh, maybe like it's they they squirrely. They like I was thinking like they want to be cool and in, but they're not. Like that's kind of where I'm going with it. So like I was thinking maybe Dalton, but that's uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I guess, like, uh, it's kind of <laughs> tough right now because the qu- quarterbacks are, like, kind of, like, this is, like, the more steady it's been as far as, like, who, we, like, we know what almost everyone is right now, more or less, except for, like, the rookies. So. Yeah, everyone is exactly where you think they should be. Yeah. I guess maybe we can see, like, McCoy or, like, Barkley as, like, the backup stairs. <laughs> McCoy can be the McLovin. How's that? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that or Tannehill. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a decent one. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Tannehill more later, but not not in uh, not in analogies to movies. Um, so moving on, um, <laughs> our bangers and mash from week eleven: the studs and duds, the guys who banged out those fantasy points for you or mashed your hopes and dreams. Um, starting at running back, Philip Lindsay had a really good week. He I know he broke up like a forty yard gain for a touchdown at some point. Um, he was pretty much like him and their defense was the reason they won. He was the one guy. <laughs> I know like, yeah, when we were talking, you're like, maybe Philip Lindsay. I'm like, yeah, probably. But that was that was literally <laughs> the only Denver guy who was remotely acceptable. To start, and he did well. Well, I was just saying, like, remotely acceptable in general, but. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, um. So if they were to bench Case Keenum, who would start? Um, it's, um, oh, what's his name? Hogan, right? Ooh. Which okay. he, like, it, the mental part's there for Hogan. He's just, like, doesn't have the physical tools. 
Those are important. Yeah. <laughs> Which, but I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, if you had to have a backup, I'd rather have a backup who, like, has it mentally and, like, is more limited physically than the inverse. Like, because they won't, like, fuck up as much. I mean, that's a good point. I guess, because they can, like, run your system and not fuck up. And that's kind of what you want. Like, that's kind of what Alex Smith is. We'll, oh, so we'll talk about him. But, like, speaking of fucking up, there's a, his leg. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, Rip. yeah. But anyway, back on track. Phil Lindsay had a really good week. Um, who do they play next week? I'm looking it up right now. That's, like, when I asked. I'm, like, it's me, like, inquiring. <sighs> um, Steelers. That's going to be interesting. I don't know if I play them next week against the Steelers. They're, like, good at limiting running backs in general right now. Yeah, I don't know. I think James Conner will probably do fine. He'll do fine. Yeah, James Conner on the other side will bang it. But, like, I'm not sure about Lindsey against the Steelers. There aren't... Isn't that, like, the strong part of their defense is yeah. their front? They're actually yeah. good against running backs. So, I'm going to probably avoid that. Yeah. Um. Also, Gus Edwards. What the fuck? So, Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards undrafted rookie out of Rutgers. So, I'm, I I meant to look into this more before we started, but um, I think I I guess it must just be that he is like really good for their like like read option and everything. So the dude's six two two twenty five, so he's fucking massive as a start, and they they wanted like the power running for that, and so six two two twenty five. Yeah, good Lord. he's pretty much Brandon Jacobs. He's a thick boy. His his head is a square. Also, <laughs> his head is a square. But um, yeah, I mean, he was he was very good. Like, <laughs> what did he end up like? What did he, what did he end up with like stat wise? I'm trying to remember. Um, I'm pulling it up now. But like, it was impressive. Like, he looked good. And I mean, clearly, very clearly, the Ravens staff does not give a flying fuck about who's running the ball. Yeah, I mean, so, poor Alex Collins. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Okay. This this gotta go back to remember when I just continually shot on like all those mid tier running backs, and every time every time I sort of buy in a little bit, I get reminded that it's not good too. But um, oh, it's Collins. yeah, never let never let those like mid tier running backs suck you in because like you'll still think you can trust them and then they shit on everything. But um, <laughs> they just shit all over the place. Yeah, so. Gus Edwards was not owned anywhere before this week, and he's point two owned now because some leagues you can pick him up like right away, I guess, or you could already pick him up. But like, he's only owned in leagues where you could pick him up after that game, which is a dumb thing. But um, yeah, I, I guess they're gonna keep using him. I mean, clearly there's valuable running in there. So yeah, I mean they had no intention of taking him out of the game. He had like 17 carries. Yeah, like I just kept looking like who the fuck is Gus Edwards? So. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah, I think he's from Rutgers. Let me check. This is saying Miami Hurricanes. On the broadcast, it kept saying like Rutgers. So, uh, yeah, it is Rutgers. I don't know why they said Hurricanes. Maybe he was there at some point. But um, yeah, that's interesting. Undrafted rookie from Rutgers. I guess I said I'll have to look at his college stuff, but maybe it's just good in that offense. But yeah, who knows? I mean, as he's the only waiver guy, everything we're gonna mention. But you gotta pick him up though. Maybe he's just Lamar Jackson's bro. Yeah, <laughs> like a package deal. Like the interview at the end, like they, like he's like, like the guy's asking Lamar about his start, and some guy comes up and like yells at him. He's like, "Yeah, how about you later, blood?" And I'm like, "This is like <laughs> the most like, not to like say hood in a bad way, but like, like the most like hood in a sense quarterback we've had really." Like, <laughs> what happened? 
So he, they were interviewing Lamar Jackson like at the end of the game, and like everyone's coming up to him to say hi, and like he keeps like pausing the interview to like give everyone like 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 give him dap. Is that what you call it? Anyway, like you high five him, handshake, whatever. Um, <laughs> shows how hip I am. Indeed. Um, um, and like some guy like comes up to him and like shouts, and he's like he's like all right, blood. I'll holler at you later. I'm like he called some guy blood. Like they're in the middle of an interview. I'm like, <laughs> it's just so random. Like, like it just sounds like it's just like so different. And like it's not like trying to make fun of him. It's just like how like how he is, and like he talks, and he just is, he just is so much different than all these other quarterbacks in the NFL, and it's really interesting for me. Yeah, I mean everybody wanted to hate on him, mm-hmm. but yeah, not us. Exactly, he's my guy. But it's just interesting to hear him talk, and like how much it's just how much different he sounds and looks and is than every other quarterback in the NFL. I think it's good to have that. He looks different than most people in general. Yeah. His, his face is goofy. He's got a very <laughs> no, no interesting face. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like... Anyway, I'm not going to go into detail about his face for now. But um, anyway, yeah, Good Gus Edwards. Got to pick him up. Yeah, I was, I was glad yeah. to see that. And also, his, that that was like his floor of fantasy points as like 16. So that's fun. Yeah, because he didn't throw the ball at all. That was yeah. just his... Floor. And he got no touchdowns. <laughs> so, like, 16 points is his floor, pretty much, I'm going to say. So, yeah, he's got a good sketch point, too. Anyway, on to receivers. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. Um, I was underzealous on my bold prediction. T.Y. Hilton popped off. Popped. He was, like, Stop. 9 for 155 and 2. So, he was, he was, like, the top person on the day. Or his, like, little, uh, his second TD catch. Oh, just... gosh. That, like, toe tap and stay, like, oh, my gosh. Just the juice. I'm still in bounds. Yeah, that was absurd. Because didn't they call it out first, and then they, like, reviewed yeah. it? Yeah. They said he stepped out of bounds. It's absurd. Jeez. Yeah. He has those blow-up weeks, and Luck likes him. I don't I don't think it's going to come again next week, but, like, obviously, like, he's clearly playable at any point just for the upside. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, T.Y. Yep. Uh, DJ Moore and Trick on Smith, two rookies. Uh, DJ Moore and like and Smith actually, I guess, have both had some pretty good games. Moore has been more consistent, um, at least in terms of like targets and like snap share and everything. He's been like getting targeted more, and um, Torrey Smith's been out, and so Slay was in, and Slay was on Funchess, and Moore just. I suppose sure Slay's on Funchess. I'll have to double check that, but either way, Moore just popped off. It was like nine for one fifty and a touchdown or something along those lines. Damn. So he went nuts. Um, yeah, he got like twenty nine points in our one dynasty ish league. Yeah, he's he's good. Yes, I say seven for one fifty seven and one. So. Oh my goodness. And then I guess other side, Galladay eight for one thirteen and one. Pretty much the only guy there at that point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and Traquan also had a good game. Um, I mean, against Philly, you you throw against Philly. They threw against Philly. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main gist of it. But, um, I mean, he's the clear number two now. I mean, I, even if Marshall plays some, I think Traquan's a clear number two, and DJ Moore is someone that it's hard to leave on your bench now at this point. Yeah. I mean, they just had such a void at wide receiver, too. Mm-hmm. It was fun, fun, and McCaffrey. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, good old fun, fun, right? Yeah, I think I guess DJ Moore's emergence may like hurt McCaffrey a bit, but I don't know. He's pretty much just getting all those targets that those like shitty guys were getting. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
tight end, Jordan Reed came back to life with Colt McCoy. Ooh. I mean, there wasn't like a Vernon Davis preference by the quarterback, so he threw it to the better one. Right. <laughs> That's interesting. So, like, okay, this is where I'm at with this. What do you think of Vernon Davis? Or sorry, not Vernon Davis. Freudian slept there. What do you think of Jordan Reed going forward with Colt McCoy at quarterback? So, as you know, I, li- I live in D.C. Uh, I got to say, I feel like the general public around here of the mass Redskins fans are not like upset whatsoever about Alex Smith getting hurt. They're basically all like, ah, Colt McCoy. Cool. Mm-hmm. He's probably not much worse. Like, so I don't know. Uh, I guess that he seems to be a popular teammate all in all, but so, I mean, I, I could see Jordan Reed kind of maintaining and doing a little bit better. Cause I don't think, I mean, the only reason Davis was getting the targets was because Alex Smith liked him. Yeah. So another <laughs> another former Browns quarterback. Um, so who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, once you're not on the Browns, you know, you go be a backup somewhere. <laughs> He's been in Washington since 2014. Right. Like they keep re-signing him, so he knows the offense. Mm-hmm. He knows Jay Gruden. Yeah. He knows like, Jordan Reed. Mm-hmm. I think it's good for Jordan Reed. Um bad for Doxon, I'm gonna say, probably. Not hundred percent sure. But I mean, typical type of thing with quarterbacks is the backups usually are go to tight end, go to receiver they have chemistry with. So Yeah. Which I don't I, know who that receiver will be. Maybe there's a third string guy. Yeah. Oh oh um freaking the guy they drafted. Um Trey Quinn. He got four targets for four and forty nine. There you go. Actually Doxon still got some targets. I don't know if that was all from Smith or so Doxon may still be okay. because um, he's he's just the best receiver they have. At least in my opinion. I think it's not even close on that actually. But um I'll look into like when the targets were distributed. So Doxon may end up actually being okay depending on how that went. But um actually I'm of course still want to, so he should be fine. Um, at least target wise. I don't know how effective those targets will be, but yeah. Uh, Trey Trey Quinn like, wasn't he Mister Irrelevant? Yeah, he was. Yeah, so apparently he and McCoy have a chemistry. So I guess that's the the takeaway on that aspect of it. And then Jordan Reed got eleven targets in total that game. So actually, our mutual Redskins fan friend believes highly in Trey Quinn. Yeah, he's actually like pretty. Like, I thought he was going to go higher than last, but. <laughs> Did he have, like, off-the-field issues? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't want to put that on him, but maybe. Who knows? Right. Um, I mean, if, you get, if you're supposed to go higher than you fell, that's usually one reason. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, a lot of people thought Equinemius could go way higher, and he, like, he was the last round, right? Yeah. So that was just the difference of, like, as far as, like, the types of receivers that people want now. That was the big thing. But um, anyway, um Everett, Joe Everett, and honestly, Higby were both fine this week. Everett was a better one just because he got the two touchdowns. But um, <clears throat> with Cup out, that's like their tight ends are going to get more looks. Obviously, it was against the Chiefs. Huge high-scoring game. Chiefs aren't really good against tight ends anyway. That's going to happen. So it's not going to be this jolly going forward. But the the tight ends of the Rams will have some relevancy in some points going forward. But obviously, you don't want to trust it a ton. But if the, if the matchup's right, you know, yeah. If the matchup's right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, everybody did well on, on the team. Oh, gosh, yeah. I don't think there was anyone more <laughs> happy with. That game was absurd. But because um, they're on bye this week. And then um, who do they get? They get the Lions. How are the Lions? I think the Lions aren't getting as tight ends, are they? Maybe. Uh, they're pretty weak to the tight end. Yeah, um, let's see. I'm going to get the Rams next schedule coming up. So just so we have an idea of, like, if there's any relevance. So, like, Rams, Bears, Eagles, Cardinals, 49ers. So, eh. Maybe, but not like those teams have a lot of like weaknesses elsewhere. You can kind of go at. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's kind of desperation play, which that's kind of what tight end is this year anyway. So, <laughs> and then um, quarterback studs. That's pretty much all the obvious top guys were studly, um, and but actually Dalton surprisingly had a better week than I expected. Um, I think that most people expected. Bill, La- so with Bill Lazor, and I'll look at the exact numbers, but. There's a very clear difference on Dalton before and after Bill Lazor on divisional opponents. And he's like a lot better against divisional opponents with Bill Lazor now. Really? Yeah, it's like interesting that like they have an OC who like actually knows how to like do stuff against their opponents they face twice a year. It's really weird, you know. (laughs) Crazy. So he's got Cleveland at home this week and I actually don't. Obviously, if AJ Green's back, it's way better. And, you know, the floor is sometimes nothing with him. And yeah, ceiling... I mean, historically, the Bengals have destroyed Cleveland mm-hmm. the past couple of years. Yeah, the floor is kind of low. The ceiling is not super high. So and you're like, why would I want him? You're like, I, the most likely outcome for him is 15 to 20, I'm going to say. And so like, yeah. if you just need like 15 to 20, he's probably going to fall in that range. And like against the Browns, I don't see him having a super bad game. But the ceiling's not super great. Hmm. So, but that's kind of like ahead to our streams. But I mean, I guess we can talk about it some now. I mean, would you play Dalton this week? Oh, it's it's so much better if Green is in. Yeah, I mean, are we doing want to just hinge it on that? If Green is in, absolutely like yeah. stream Dalton. If he's not, though, like use caution yeah is your <laughs> is your option nobody else then do yeah. it because this week's kind of <laughs> this week's kind of thin as far as good matchups for waiver guys so i wouldn't blame right. it but um anyway on to the dud quarterbacks um Bortles was a dud hope he didn't have to start him but um he like barely threw they didn't want him to throw um watson was a dud um i know he got picked some and that was a pretty low scoring game um i have to look at the exacts on it but um why can i not find deshaun watson on this list of players here he is yeah rough rough week for him 16 to 24 for 208 a touchdown and two picks um so there just wasn't much happening in that game in general washington slows the game down a lot and they play decent defense and then do you want to talk about stafford i know he's your guy I mean, I can. He had a. Uh, what did he end up doing this week? Point wise, you uh, know? fourteen point four in hours, and that's five point touchdowns. He got two twenty and a touchdown. Um, no, I don't think he got any fumbles or interceptions. Just so, just pretty plain day for him. Yeah, it just didn't look like he did a whole lot. I mean, they only scored twenty points, and Carry on Johnson was doing a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Before he got hurt, unfortunately. But... Before he got hurt, right? Mm-hmm. He got all of his points before he got hurt. Like it was like sixteen or something points. So yeah, they just didn't really rely on Stafford. Um, I think he'll bounce back this week, though. I think mm. the Bears, the like a lot of teams in the league, their best aspect of their defense is their pass rush. They kind of can get beat deep. So 
I don't think yeah. it'll happen a ton, but I think Stafford does fine this week. Like serviceable stream. Mm-hmm. And then um, other duds. Um, pretty much all Tennessee. Um, Joni was serviceable, but Mariota's injury kind of threw a wrench in everything, and they weren't really doing much to start. So it was bad, and I'm gonna avoid them pretty much all year, really. <laughs> um, especially if Gabbard's in. If Mariota's in, I'll maybe consider Corey Davis, and that's pretty much it. I'm staying away from that team. They're so inconsistent. They're so inconsistent. God damn it. <laughs> it's rough. It's really rough uh, yeah, to deal with. Those like my lock of the week, like without a doubt. I actually made money betting on them. I don't <laughs> usually bet a whole lot. Like I was feeling pretty confident the Titans are going to lose badly. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was rough. They're going to. Because they just beat the Patriots, like, of course. Yeah, when you beat the Patriots, you have to lose to someone so everyone can talk about parody. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Only death can pay for life. <laughs> uh, some other duds um, Alex Collins and John Brown. Um, Collins <laughs> got you a touchdown to salvage your day in the, in the sense. So he didn't in, like, like the first drive. <laughs> yeah, he got. That he like he had that first drive and that was really it because he got seven, seven for eighteen and a touchdown. That was it. Yeah, they put him in on the first drive and then he didn't. I don't think he played like after the first quarter. Oh my yeah. god! Everyone thought he was gonna have a great week and Gus Edwards came in and stole thunder. So <laughs> I mean, more of not starting Alex Collins, I guess. And then John Brown didn't have much, but to be fair, there was not much in the passing game for the Ravens. Um, I don't think there was one. <laughs> Exactly. I think I think they bounce back this week in like in the air. That would be nice to see. Yeah. So because so Harbaugh was talking about it after the game, saying that like a lot of those were RPOs. It's our favorite word, you know. Um, oh yeah. Favorite favorite acronym. Um, and like they, he just went, he just kept run on them, and like he's like he's like you know like maybe like I'm paraphrasing. Basically, like he's like he was a rookie in his first start. He brought up and just kind of like he felt that's what he should have done. But like obviously it worked a lot, so like it's not like a problem. But there will be weeks where he takes he takes the pass more too. So, but cool. With that being said, it is tough to trust John Brown just because we don't know exactly who Lamar will target when he passes more. I think he'll eventually hit John Brown. I think yeah, he will, but I think it'll take one. a little bit. Yeah, because like Snead was the guy a lot like this past week. He got five of eight for fifty-one yards, but it was a very odd playbook <laughs> so it's a very odd play it's only the army playbook so it was fucking wildcat dude yeah it was funny but um yeah i think i think they'll be be fine and then um okay i, I think brad will have some goodies but it's gonna be tough to figure out when to start him so that's gonna it's kind of a weight on that one and then okay. alex collins i'm just not touching nope yeah um james connor had a rough week um I think it was kind of expected, sort of, that he'd mm-hmm. kind of be held in check some, or just the Pittsburgh offense in general. Um, yeah. Until, it, until the fourth quarter where they threw and got the win. <laughs> um, they've got Denver this week, so bounce back. <laughs> bounce back. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're playing James Conner, so it's not like it. They are, like, inconsistent against running backs. They haven't allowed a rushing score in four weeks, but if a team's going to do it, it's going to be Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh's just a lot better. <laughs> than Denver is so the volume will be there this week um Cooper had a rough week um I mean it was the Zeke show like that's literally all it was it was the Zeke show mm-hmm. um how many times did Dak even throw 
I'm, I'm trying to find it right now. But um, less than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> he threw. Uh, he's 22 for 32, so he didn't, he didn't even throw. He threw some, but not like a ton. That's um, a good amount. But there was no like there were no touchdowns in the air. It was just Zeke and the kicker, pretty much. Zeke and the kicker. That was I think that was all their points, pretty much. So, oh, did yeah. Dak, did Dak run one in? Yeah, he ran one in. Okay, yeah. So it was really all the ground game. So yeah, it just Cooper wasn't in the game plan really. As much oh, well. happens. I mean, to be fair, did anyone expect Amari Cooper to be consistent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's still got uh, five targets for what he's worth, but yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I don't think anybody expects him to be consistent. There were a lot of people tar- talking about like playing him in cash games for DFS this week. I'm like, I cannot get behind that. <laughs> I cannot get behind this. Yeah, um, it's a bad idea. Ricky Seals Jones uh, didn't do anything. I know a lot of people were on him kind of this week too as like a streaming option. Um, I mean, it was the Raiders. Yeah, exactly. But um, they just didn't use the tight end at all this week. It was it was a run the ball and throw to the receivers day. Because mm. Fitz and Christian Kirk both had good days. Yeah, they did. It was nice to see Rosen Kirk- finally connecting. Yeah, Kirk had that long, that long bomb, and then Fitzgerald just caught like two, two short ones, mm-hmm. like two short touchdowns. <laughs> so, and of course, David Johnson, David Johnson. But um, yeah, and then uh, Ertz, man, Ertz shit the bed. He really did. Yeah, it, it, it really hurts when you play, play him, and uh, if 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 you once if you once with the wrong option, it'll. <laughs> You yeah. got to change it. Uh, <laughs> Aguilar. <laughs> there's, no, there's not a joke there. I'm just like, like the worst name you could possibly use for a pun would be Aguilar. Yeah. Um, any, uh, Tate, there's something there. Your lineup's not golden. There we go. But, um, yeah, so Ertz had a bad game. Um, was bad. The Saints have actually been pretty decent against tight ends, and they pretty much went the route of shut Ertz down. Because he's yeah, their best worked. weapon. But um, because I, I know we were, I think we were discussing it. Like I was with someone at some point, like New Orleans versus tight ends, where they hadn't really played anyone. Right, but, like they hadn't played Zach Ertz yet, you know. Yeah, so, but they they did it. The Saints defense has been coming together too. Scary. Yeah, it's like it's almost like that Super Bowl year where they had a good offense and an opportunistic defense, huh? Hmm. <laughs> mm. But um. Hmm. Interesting. Ah oh, man. So uh, injuries. We had a couple new ones. Um, I'm gonna take a drink of water before I say them all. <clears throat> Parched. I gotta. I gotta blaze through these. So I gotta be. Gotta have my mouth ready. Wink, wink. Yeah. Wink, wink. Your mouth hole. Yeah, Your one, face of, hole. one of those space holes. So, um, <laughs> new injuries. Carry on. I think he sprained his ankle, I believe. Um, so Knee knee sprain, I oh, think. Oh, knee sprain. There we go. Sorry. Sprain, sprained a part of his lower leg. Um, <laughs> not a ton of information on it yet, but he's definitely not going to be um, in for a Thanksgiving game. On yeah, Thursday, not so. on the short week. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Graham fractured his thumb. Apparently, he's going to try to play through it. 
<laughs> which makes no sense when you're trying to catch from a quarterback who throws very hard. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, obviously you don't want to play him with a fucking fractured thumb. So who knows? In the cold. Yeah, <laughs> of I don't Green get Bay. it. So well, aren't they going? They're going to Minnesota. So they'll be in a dome this week at least. But like, still, yeah. Okay. He has a fractured thumb. You don't want to play a pass catcher with a fractured thumb. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, Mariota got hurt again. Yeah. Um, we saw Gabbert, unfortunately. Um. Yeah. So it was. They called it a right elbow, and then they called it a stinger, Vrabel did or whatever. So it's either like something around his neck or shoulder, or it's the reaggravation of his ulnar lateral thing he had earlier. So one of the two. Um, the thing with stingers is like usually they're like quick. It's like you get you get it and then you have that like feeling for a bit and then it goes away like kind of quickly. Like 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 he probably would have been able to return kind of thing. So like since he didn't return, that's why there's like the concern where he um, like probably reaggravated the elbow thing he had earlier. So Damn. it's more than just a stinger because they saw him like flexing his hand. So it was either like oh a stinger and he felt the tingling kind of far down or it was a real pro honestly it's probably reaggravation of that that makes the most sense but yeah because the stinger doesn't really align with what happened so or align with like how they handled it because like he looked like he got hit and it's probably to be a stinger but i mean either way he's not in tennessee so they said maybe jonu apparently but um <laughs> and then um alex smith um his leg just got destroyed which, it got crushed. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. Um, and it wasn't like 30 or 33 years to the day of Joe Theismann's injury. And he was at the stadium. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so weird. I know. But, um, oh, man, his his thighs, man. That's, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was like you see like like his like lower half of his leg just like add another knee and you're like oh go oh no oh gosh there's his other knee yeah so he's done for the season um his career might be done yeah i mean yeah it's a tough hopefully one. not but mm-hmm. so for now the implication we talked about that some with colt mccoy but um yeah so that's a bummer for him there obviously um I mean, it's, these guys earn their money. That's one of those things where, like, kind of like, as much as you want to say they get paid too much, they earn their money because that shit happens, like, to athletes and football players a lot. So yeah, his leg could be shattered. Yeah, I mean, freaking like Zach Miller almost lost his leg last year. I remember that. That yeah. was scary. Yeah, because it like came out of vein weird. Yeah, it was wild. But um, moving on. Um, OJ Howard had a right high ankle sprain. So he's probably out for a bit of time, um, probably a few weeks. Um, they they may, like, this is just like a me thing, thinking about where they're at this season. What's the Bucks record right now? They are... Three and seven, right? Something like that. So, like, three I, mean, I mean, it's probably likely that they they may just hold him out. The three and seven... Didn't they do that last year? Was it was it OJ Howard who like got injured at the end of your last year, or someone else? But um, I could see them just like holding him out the rest of the year, or maybe. But they may be like, "Yeah, you're fine. Week 16, come play." But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was him last year. He got injured like same same week. 
Oh, wait. Oh, nope. Sorry. I was looking at uh, the wrong uh, game logs. I was looking at this year. That would have been funny, huh? Um, no, yeah. So <laughs> ignore that last 10, 15 seconds <laughs> of words. So I, I think <laughs> they, they may have shut him down for the year, but who knows? Mm. So, I mean, while he's out, though, obviously Cameron Brace viable with Jameis there. Um, yeah, especially with Jameis. Because that's the guy. So, Cameron Brates kind of like instantly pick up a bull playable in the tight end landscape for sure. Um, and then from there, I mean, just more, more Evans, Jackson, Godwin. Um, probably Evans, Godwin, I'd say, just with well, Jameis is in. Oh, yeah. Jameis and DJX don't have as much of that mesh. But, um, and lastly, oh, yeah, not lastly, but um, LaFell towards Achilles for the Raiders. He's out. Did that happen today? That happened um, during the game. Oh, damn. So, yeah, that was a bummer. Um, and then, didn't he catch a touchdown as well before that, though? He did. So, there you go. There you go. At least he got a touchdown. Hopefully they like, brought in the game ball. <laughs> Here you go. I mean, you should. And then, the um, <laughs> and then... You're a real grinder. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, you're my grinder. Here's the game ball. <laughs> You ever won a game ball, man? <laughs> you ever had an Achilles, man? <laughs> oh, it's too spider whop banana. And then uh, um, some linemen got hurt. Uh, Jason Kelsey left the game for a bit um, with a hyperextended elbow. But um, he may not miss any games just because, I mean, he left, he left in a blouse. So he may end up being fine. And linemen are pretty tough. So watch that. Obviously, because he's he's their center, he's super good. Um, uh, Colt center Ryan Kelly suffered a knee injury and did not come back. He's getting an MRI. Ooh. I'm not. I haven't heard anything about that yet one yet. So um, watch that one too, because obviously he's important. Uh, the center is so important. Yeah, so, man. I'm gonna see if there's no updates on that. Not that I have. I I guess we can look it up real quick. Not on this page I have, but um, in the Houston, their starting guards Fulton and Calamity, um, both got minor injuries. Or sorry, they both got injuries that were probably minor, and they'll probably be fine, but they didn't come back to the game. So keep an eye on that too. But um, yeah, let me take a look at the Colts, the Colts situation here. Uh, so he hasn't been he hasn't been uh, ruled out yet. Gotcha. So that's important. I think they'll be fine against the Dolphins anyway. I'm not too concerned, but it's worth noting. Like that'll definitely affect my Marlon Mack love. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll still probably like it, but it's not as big of a smash spot. Um. And then as far as keeping it with previous injuries, there's a lot of them still, so I'll kind of fly through it and just stop when we see fit. Um, well, actually, I'll start with the one that we need to talk about the most probably is Gronk. Um, Gronk? <laughs> Gronk smash. <laughs> um, he's, uh, he's most likely going to be back this week. Um, obviously, it's tough to be like, I'll play him because he's been hurt so much, but it's Gronk. so. And it's the Jets. Yeah, they've been like okay against tight ends, but I don't, I don't know how they play it even. But um, yeah, it's it's Gronk. It's hard to sit him if you have him. If you have him, you may not be in a position to win anyway. But he's been kind of rough. It's always been Kelsey, Gap, Ertz, huge gap. Everyone else. Yeah, what is Gronk on the year? He's still he's still tight end fourteen overall. Which is hilarious because like everyone's been so bad and he's had a couple of huge games. But um Wow. That's yeah. so bad for Gronk though. 
yeah. So as far as like averages, like Kelsey and Ertz are at 15, and then there's a big there's Ertz and Kill around 12 and a half, and then we've got Cook and OJ around 10 and a half, and then it's yeah. There's just a lot of junk at tight end this year, dude. <laughs> it's it's Trav, it's Kel, it's Kelsey Ertz and everyone else pretty much. Just a bunch of junk. And honestly, I'd rather have Kelsey than Ertz just because Kelsey is on a better team. But yeah, yeah, he's on a cooler offense. He's a mm-hmm. cooler haircut. Yeah, outside of Week One, he's just been phenomenal. Actually, Ertz has been pretty phenomenal this year too. Um, he had a no, Ertz week, is but, amazing, man. Yeah, they both had really good years. So if you don't have one of those a tight end, it hurts. Honestly, I bet those are going to be like two of the players on a lot of championship lineups just because of like how much better they've been than everyone else. Yeah. And of course, um, freaking Mahomes. But um, yeah. So Gronk. I mean, I'm probably because like I'm probably playing Gronk this week if I have him, just because there's no good options really. So, like aside from maybe George Kittle at Tampa, I would feel safe with that. But like otherwise, like <laughs> there's nothing else because you're not going to have Ertz as well. So I'm probably. I mean, yeah, it's that. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just like looking at tight end matchups. I mean, Burton, solid Detroit. Yeah. Well, because like Kittle, Kittle will be the only person. Like, if you have Gronk, you didn't take another tight end either at all until way later. So, like, you maybe have Kittle. If you have Gronk, that'd be my only like thought on this. But, like, that'd be cool. So, like, that would work. But otherwise, like, there's probably not a tight end available to you. I would start over Gronk. If yeah, and there's not any streaming tight ends available. Gosh, I'd no. start over Gronk. <laughs> uh, st- streaming tight ends are just like fishing for apples, except the apples are all poisoned. And but like, it's just different amounts of poison. <laughs> no 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 there's 20 poison ones and there's four that are not poisoned and but, you you have a fishing rod and you got to pull one out and eat it and hope that it's not a poisoned one and three of those <laughs> non-poisoned ones are still kind of mushy anyway <laughs> and and the one and there might be a tooth in one of them too <laughs> not gonna be you know like kill you but it's not gonna be a pleasurable experience it might even be a pair you're not sure <laughs> <laughs> All you know is you have to do it. Is the part? Is the second part? Is this a tight end or running back? Is this a gadget player? Who am I yeah. starting? Um, and if you dig down deep enough, there's somehow an apple like at the bottom of it that you pick up and is fine. <laughs> They're like somehow everybody forgot about. Yeah, which is which is the, what I'm equating is that's that's Eric Ebron. Um, <laughs> and then that and that's that's the of one course. you grabbed along with the good one you got, and that's Ertz and Ebron. But um, anyway, um, moving on. Ryan Tannehill um is supposed to play this week. So, like, I got a notification like 15 minutes ago that he's gonna be uh, starting this week. Yay! So um, <laughs> I don't know what to make of that dude. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's good, obviously. So I mean, I think it hurts Danny Amendola because. Osweiler was targeting the shit out of him, but because Parker is not going to be there, who isn't um isn't Stills gone right? Is he hurt? Stills. I forget. I thought he was hurt. Let me look. I'm on their thing. <laughs> so I'm having trouble remembering. <laughs> I don't keep up with the Dolphins a lot, to be fair. I don't see him. Devonte Parker is questionable. Yeah. Jakeem Grant after the season, um, he got surgery on his injury because the injury itself wasn't season-ending, but like it was close to, and then the surgery, or the injury wasn't as bad as everyone thought it would be, 
and then he got the surgery, so he's done. But um, I th- I I thought who I thought someone else got injured for the Dolphins. Albert Wilson, that was it. Albert Wilson's Dunzo. That's who I was thinking. Oh so, yeah, he's Dunzo Bunzo. I just Kenny Stills has not done anything because Osweiler, but um, he's been there. So I mean, I guess Kenny Stills. <laughs> I guess Kenny Stills maybe is is the guy. <laughs> maybe a tight end breaks out. I don't know. The Dolphins are trash. Just don't touch it. <laughs> don't poke that trash with that these, stick. These are the Dolphins with like the um, like you know like the like the things you see like on top of the Diet Coke cans like that holds them together. Like, oh you, yeah, they're they're, like, they're Dolphins like stuck in the trash like the. <laughs> Oh god, that's awful. <laughs> I'm envisioning Ryan Tannehill with like flippers, with like something around stuck, his neck. Now. He was stuck in like a little plastic oh, trap. Man. Um, Josh Allen's supposed to be back starting this week, so that's sad. I'm not sure about Derek Anderson's status. I thought didn't they release him? I don't remember. I don't know. Barkley's there. Who knows? Josh Allen's gonna be starting. Um, <laughs> I, like most likely, it seems like he'll be. I'm pretty sure he's the starter. I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but most likely. Um. It's not confirmed. And then uh, Marvin Jones, I'm pretty sure he's going to be out again for Thanksgiving. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, I think he's out. Um, yeah, he's week to week with the right knee thing. Um, I imagine I'll give him this week off and then bring him back week 13 for that like extra rest kind of thing. Um, Sproles, I don't know if Sproles is going to come back at all this year. He might at the end of the year, but... The hamstring I mean, reaction was a problem, but right now it's I been think a he's Josh retiring, Allen. right? Probably, um, unfortunately. Um, at this point, it's the Josh Adams show. S- said everyone before the season, right? Yeah. Uh, who again? <laughs> exactly. But um, I mean, Do there you have were any like, details about this kid? So he got seven of the twelve carries last week, for what it's worth. Um, I guess the Cowboys. He got. Seven of the sixteen carries. Is he getting targeted in the passing game at all? Let me look. I'm not sure if he is. I don't think he is much. But went to Notre Dame. Yeah, he's he's their main runner right now. They like him. Um, Peterson like had said he wants to get on the ball more. Obviously, they couldn't really much this game because you know blowout. But he actually he got six targets his last game. But I mean, last game was kind of skewed. You know, the whole blowout thing. Um, <laughs> So it's just kind of hard to judge, but I mean, against okay against Jacksonville, he was he got the most carries and he was by far the best. So, I mean, he's the guy there, and I'll talk about him more later. But he has a good matchup this week. Um, Torrey Smith was out again. We saw um, DJ Moore subsequently blow up. Uh, I don't know about Torrey Smith being back this week, but at this point, there's no way the Panthers can use him. <laughs> um. Flacco, Torrey Smith, yeah. I yeah. Mean, he's done, though, with DJ Moore there. Even if he comes back, he's not going to be relevant. He shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> Flacco, um, probably out again week 12, probably going to be benched the rest of the year. Because um, he sucks. I mean, And they won, dude. Yeah. Like, Baltimore, they should just demolish Oakland, and Lamar should have a pretty good game. Like, if they get two wins without Joe Flacco, I think they kind of... And, like, I'm pretty sure the team likes Lamar a lot because, like, he's chill. I don't know. Like, he's chill. He's got a chip on his shoulder, and he's a very, like, loyal, hardworking dude. It's hard not to love him, I'm sure. Yeah, and, like, 
to go back to what I was talking about earlier, like he probably relates to them better than Joe Flacco does. Like if I'm if I'm if we're being a hundred percent honest and like frank about this, like who do you think the team relates with better? Lamar Jackson or Joe Flacco? Like we're talking about the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Yeah. And like okay, like I don't want to talk about race a ton, obviously, but like a primarily black roster is probably kind of I would imagine they're they're behind their black quarterback. I also think it's like it's like a thing that nobody like he fell in the draft and people really were like shitting on him. So he's got something to prove too. Yeah. So I want him to do well. Oh yeah, I mean he's good. I like him anyway, like regardless. It was like when Baker Mayfield came on the field for Cleveland, you could see the energy change. Yeah. And like you kind of got a little bit of that too with the Ravens, even mm-hmm. though the like going was wonky. Yeah, like it's a lot of read option stuff, but. I mean, the, te- the, the team likes them, obviously. Like, they were kind of raving about him after the game. Or, or we could say ravening about him after the game. Dude. Ah, ah, ah. But, yeah, um, Flaccid Flacco is going to be out for week 12, probably. Fuck I'd say, like, 95% chance on that one. Um, Chris Thompson and Jamison Crowder. Um, I think the, I know Crowder's questionable week 12, so this Chris Thompson. We'll see on that. Um, that'll be helpful for McCoy. <laughs> at least but um yeah um just keep an eye on that obviously because that has more mouths to feed um foreman i'm not sure on his status um he's 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 back at practice just keep an eye on that but it's kind of looking more like he maybe won't have an impact this year but if he does come back like obviously he's worth it to like it's a shame yeah do what it's a shame you said it's a shame Oh, they said he's worth it to shame. Like, you should shame him. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's a shame. We were kind of looking forward to him coming back. Yeah, but, I mean, he may just come back for the actual playoffs if the Texans are in the playoffs. But um, Yeah, I um, think they will be. Hopefully. Um, I already talked about Jakeem Grant. Um, Devontae Parker is, I think, doubtful for Week 12. Or questionable. I think more towards doubtful. Because it was like an AC sprain. That's usually like more weeks than he's tat off. Um, so, yeah, watch that. Um, AJ Green. Um, he's like truly questionable for next week. And that obviously the team is so much different without them. So, um, one thing like we forgot to address was Trubisky. He's he's didn't practice today, I don't think. Um, so, he's kind of questionable for the Thursday game. He's day-to-day right now. So, watch that. That's obviously huge. I imagine he'll play. Yeah, I think he'll he'll play. But I mean, but you definitely want to keep an eye on it because he didn't practice. Who's the backup? Oh God, who is the backup? Glennon. No, he no. Um, but let's see if we can figure this out without looking it up. Who do you think it is? I I honestly have no idea because they got rid of Glennon. He went to Arizona. Um, it's probably a Browns backup. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is it? Gosh, this is a fun game. Is it Matt Moore? Um, uh, sexy Rexy still there? No, no. Sanchez just went to uh, the Redskins. Yeah. Um, I like digging deep through my brain here on like, is it Whitehurst? <laughs> Clipboard, Jesus. Um, right, I'm gonna look it up. I won't tell you. It... Uh, D- David Moore sounds like the only feasible option in my head right now. Um, it's not Glennon anymore. Um, 
Is it Brandon uh, Whedon? No, no. That was probably a good guess, though. Who is it? It looks like it's Chase Daniel. Oh, I should have known that. I feel like I was. I was going through that. I knew it was like a goofy white guy. <laughs> That's literally every backup quarterback, though. <laughs> and then there's also Taylor Bray. I think he's yeah, the third string. Because they both had good preseason outings, actually. So I did not know that huh. at all. Yeah. Um. I think it was against, like the preseason game against the Vikings was pretty. They both like were good. Mm. But um. Yeah, Chase Daniels is like the epitome of a backup quarterback. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kyle Orton, dude. <laughs> hey, man. No, he had some good years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ronald Jones <laughs> is questionable for week 12 uh, with his hammy. Um, keep an eye on that, obviously. They play the Niners, right? So, okay matchup, but I don't want to trust it. Brickhead. Um <laughs> He, my, I think he'll, he's eligible to return week thirteen. So, yeah, um, I'd say get out, of, get on out ahead of that and try to get him under roster, put him in IR, kind of thing. This guy's Patriots running back. It's it's worth it. Um, yeah, and Michelle has injury history. Yeah, I mean, literally all the running backs on that team too. James James White's the most durable one, <laughs> but I mean, James White and Rex Burkett can be useful together. Um, Darnold is questionable for week twelve. Do you do you know more on this by chance or? Not really. I, mean, I, okay. I think they're gonna start McCown. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure what'll happen, but um, who knows? I I pro- probably won't rush him back. They shouldn't rush him back. But um, yeah, like they'll start him if he is fine to play. Mm-hmm. I think they're just like Todd Bowles does speaks in vague, just. <laughs> garbage so there's nothing and there's no information really yeah and then on the same team robbie anderson is also questionable um with that same uh angle ankle injury that he like re-aggravated so we'll keep an eye on that obviously if mccown and robbie are together you you gotta you gotta consider it because that connection was gold last year um Mm -hmm. if he is out um their target distribution uh, Anuno got eight targets. Herndon got four. McGuire got six. Um, Kurtz got five. Trent can't had a few, but like so, McCown will dump it out to McGuire a lot, and we'll he looked at Anuno a lot too, for what it's worth. But um, uh-huh. yeah, that's just kind of on that thing. Um, Eric Berry, um, it's a name we haven't heard in a while. He might be returning to practice during the Chiefs Week Twelve bye. Um, I don't know if he'd come back week 13 just because you'd need some conditioning time probably and we need to make sure it's not aggravated, but they may get him back at the end of the, like for the end of the year, which would be super helpful for their playoff run. Um, and then lastly, um, Jordy and Martavis both missed. Um, let me see what their statuses are. Um, Martavis is doubtful for a week 12 because it's a PCL sprain. Jordy's more towards questionable. So I feel like we may get Jordy back just because like, they're so receiver starved now, but um, we'll see there. And then, um, is there anything else? I think we got pretty much everything there, at least yeah. the major stuff. Um, Taewon Taylor is questionable for 12 as well. He has been hurt, but that's not like a big thing. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so, injuries, blaze through those. Lots of them. Yep, yep. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, moving on to V. Um, the, 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 the highlight of the show here, um, 
around here we like to talk about kickers of defense because you know not a lot of people address it. Um, so uh, so Mozzie, I'll let you uh, lead it off with the kickers. I know I know as a former kicker you have a soft spot for them. So uh, tell I me. I have a soft spot for the kickers. Yeah, tell tell me it's better than getting kicked in the soft spot. Am I right? <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, sometimes I hate me too. Um, but yeah, who do you like a kicker this week? Yeah, there's a few that I can mention. Uh, I like Jake Elliott at home this week against the Giants. I think that's a nice, relatively medium-high scoring game. The decent offense against a not-so-great team. Um, I also like, you have it here, both sides of the Atlanta-New Orleans game. If you can get either kicker for mm-hmm. them, you're going to be pretty happy with that. Uh, who's someone else you like? Um, Brett Mayer, big home favorite. Um, sat right now a little over seven points. Um, yeah, <laughs> and they're in a dome. Like it's kind of what you want. Home favorite in a dome. Um, yeah, relatively <laughs> high scoring ish. Uh, the totals Please low. Some. That's that's the only drawback is that that the, the overall totals low. Their expected totals at twenty three and a half, but okay. um, it's not terrible. No, they're all field goals. Yeah, which they could be. Zeke, Zeke and the kicker. That's that's the Cowboys' offense. And then, um, obviously, if Inetari's not owned, he's in a great spot this week at home against the Dolphins, who um, I don't see them stopping the Colts' offense in any way, shape, or form. Nope. The Colts' offense is going to get is, is projected for around thirty right now. I think it's like twenty nine. Right. Is their projection like about? So, yeah, I think they're projected for about twenty twenty nine right now. So um, that's pretty good. I think they can probably hit over on that. Oh, our air kicked on. It's freaking me out. Um, it's going to be a nice noise for a bit. Um, so we got Vinny, Bryant, Mayer, Elliott. Um, Chargers kicker again. I, I guess he's not cursed. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> you can't just say that. <laughs> he's not cursed yet. I guess he's not cursed. <laughs> they're they're at home. a terrible accident this morning, <laughs> tripping over his own shoelaces. Broke his nose. He was wearing <laughs> loafers, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are what they're twelve point favorites at home against the Cardinals. Holy moly! So um, yeah. they've got a twenty and a half implied total right now. Um, high scoring, big favorite home. Um, I imagine the weather's probably fine in in LA for this game. Um, so don't have to worry about that one there. And then um, who, who who's your last kicker on here? Uh yeah, Dan Bailey. Gonna be at home for the Vikings. Nice divisional matchup with the Packers. Uh, Mason Crosby's probably fine, too, by the way, but he's mostly owned. Mm-hmm. Bailey probably a little less so. But, yeah, I think Bailey knocks a few foot touchdowns through. Foot touchdowns. Oh, yeah, we, we said field goals. Darn it. <laughs> Darn. Darn oh. it. Um, <laughs> on defenses, um, Bailey's former team, uh, Dallas, they get the Colt McCoy-led Washington Redskins. So... Yeah, <laughs> the Redskins implied total is super low. Um, it is, it's like sixteen more or less. So, I really hope the Redskins win this game. That'd be hilarious. Think it's more likely if they don't. Yeah, I don't think they will. I mean, but, Dallas um, does have a good pass rush, and the Redskins—they have no lineman and a backup quarterback. This is lining up perfectly for Dallas. So, yeah, Dallas is a good spot. Um, both sides of Bills and Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> like that can usually be a game where both defenses get you double digit points. <laughs> like the total 
Like the over under on the game is 37 and a half. And I think it's going to be under. Jacksonville played by three. Like there might be more defensive scores than offensive scores. Like that's how bad this is. There might be one touchdown this game. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Um, who are some defenses uh, you're on board with? Uh, definitely, definitely on the Dallas train uh, for sure. Uh, New England is also rather favorable, I'd have to say, uh, all in all against their opponent. <laughs> in their division, who they the, often stomp. Who they often stomp. <laughs> Who's got uh, Josh McCown at quarterback. <laughs> yep. Bunch of no wide receivers. Like, yeah, you could just start the Patriots. <laughs> uh, who else you got? Anyone else you're fond of, or are most of these kind of my crap shots? Um, let's see. I mean, Baltimore for sure. I'll take your Baltimore pick too. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiders. I mean, yeah, yeah, Raiders. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, Houston against Blaine Gabbert in Tennessee. That one's hard to mess up too. That too. That's fair. I always forget that. Yeah, that's hard to mess up. Um, Chargers are an obvious one against Arizona. Um, like I said, huge favorites. Somebody's like the kicker. Um, big old home favorites. Rosen turns it over. So, yeah. Um, I don't mind the Philly defense also against the Giants. It's Eli. It's the Giants. Um, yeah, and the so the Giants did allow like three sacks last week. So, yeah. They should get some sacks on Eli. Yeah, Philly is at a six-point favorite right now. Um, I think that, yeah, they, they can get some turnovers and sacks, and that's what you want as that baseline. And then this is my my dark horse defense, um, New Orleans. So Dark horse. Kind of same thing that worked for them last week. Um, I, I played them in DFS. I didn't recommend it for a season long. It went better than I thought it would. But, um, I mean, they're huge favorites at home. And I know, yes, Atlanta has a big implied total. But, like, the Rams' defense got 16 points in a huge implied total game because of just big plays. Like, when, when teams are throwing over and over and over, like, stuff is going to happen. And that's going to be this game. Like, there thing, like something is going to happen random crazy in this game just because of how many plays there's going to be. So, and right. when you're projected to get, like, 37 fucking points, like, <laughs> I mean... Like you're gonna that the Saints are gonna score a buttload, the the Falcons are gonna score some too, but they're gonna be playing from behind, and that that behind and pressure generates mistakes. So yep, I like it honestly. It's a pick the team. They're a home team with a huge fucking spread. Like yeah, I don't like. It's not like my favorite one of these, but I mean I don't hate it. I mean, they shut down Carson Wentz last week. Eagles yeah. have a good offense. Yeah, and like, how yeah, how much better is Atlanta's offense than Philly's? I think Atlanta's offense is better than Philly's, and I know you'd mentioned it is divisional, but yeah, and that's definitely a thing. Like, it's divisional. They'll mm-hmm. hate them for the entire game. Exactly, it's part of it. <laughs> um, and then so, oh yeah, our last week's picks. Um, we we were hit and miss. Um, our kickers were mostly good. Parky, Rosas, Finitary, Bryant were all good. Bryant was the number one kicker. Um. Dawson got hurt. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't play. <laughs> that was weird. Um, <laughs> the Arizona defense. Um, well, this is like super loud. One second. The fan is just like raging. Like, try to stop it for a second. Give me one moment. Those raging oh, fans. As I talk about it stopping, it just stopped. So, I, I was like going through it. And I'm like, this is so loud. It's probably so bad to listen to. But um, anyway. Kickers.
Yeah, um, yeah. Last week we've had some good kickers. Um, defenses were kind of hit or miss. Texas and Wa- Texans and Washington were both very good. Texans were the best one on the week for sure. Um, Pittsburgh was a good option. Um, the Chargers were bad somehow against the Broncos. Does that make sense? Um, my desperation play of Atlanta. They got you a couple points. There we go. Ravens barely did better than Atlanta somehow against against Dalton. I guess he's just better in the division like I talked about. Um, briefly, which I didn't anticipate. Obviously, I'm not trying to say like, oh, I even I knew this. No, like I thought Ravens were gonna smash them, so um, they didn't do as well as I thought they would. Um, although I think they'll be better against the Ravens next week, or against the Raiders next week. Um, and then Arizona, they were all right, not as smashing as everyone thought it would be, but they didn't kill you or anything. Well, they got like five, six points. Yeah, I think it was like four or five. Okay. But I mean, so nothing amazing, but didn't like destroy you, obviously. They got four points. Wank. So, meh. But, you know. Meh. Oh, well. No, not negative. Um, and then not negative. Moving on to our uh, sleeper, streamer, starts, bust, and bold predictions from last week. Um, we were good last week. We had a couple whiffs. But, um, I mean, the main one was Corey Davis. That was my big whiff. Um, I mean, he got, like, nothing. I will say Mario did get hurt, so that kind of... Gives a bit of like, you know, relief to the miss, I guess. But um, that was a miss. Um, I said Mariota got hurt. Fitz got benched. I know we had like some tentativeness on him. And then Luke Wilson did absolutely nothing. So rip that. But um, everything else is pretty good. Let's see. Our okay calls. Evan Ingram was an okay start. Lamar and Dak were decent streams. Um, Theoretical was a decent sleeper. Um, Jonu was a you know decent to a little above average tight end stream. Some of our good calls. Eli was a good QB stream. Uh, Mason McDonald and Tyler Higby were good tight end streams. Uh, Jalen Rashard was a good sleeper. Um, moving up a little bit, sitting Denver and most of Washington were good calls. It's like aside from, I I called these Sands Reed and then there's one other player who was viable in Washington. I'm not sure. Philip Lindsay for Denver. Yeah, Philip Lindsay for Denver was the call. What well, was was your kind of thing? AP was good for Washington. But in Denver, it was Philip Lindsay and no one else. So close on those. Um, Mozzie nailed Josh Reynolds, Allen Robinson calls. Um, he doubled down on Josh Reynolds and it worked. Um, yeah, had kind of, you know all or nothing, right? I mean, yeah, it was it was a good target for it too with the game as well. But the game script, oh my god. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mentioned Ty earlier. Uh, he blew a hundred and a touchdown out of the water. I was. Uh, I was light on that one. And then uh, Trey Quan Smith, and DJ Moore as my sleepers. Wow. Lit it, lit it <laughs> that was like, that's like our best calls of the year on that one, dude. Like they were both. Trey Quan found the end zone were finally, right? Yeah. Cause I know he got to touch on previously, but he'd been kind of quiet and they both just blew up <laughs> for like 150 and a touchdown. Like, yeah, they were like the top values on FanDuel too, I think. Hell um, yeah. That's but, what you want. Yeah, they just killed it, so that was good. I, I stuck with my gut on the more call, and it helped, too, that spot. But, um, nice. Moving on to this week, I know we've got some, some good stuff. Um, let's see. Where, what's the grossest? Um, the grossest are the streams. Let's start with the streams. Um, quarterback <laughs> streamers, obviously, Lamar again. Um, Obvi. I mean, he, he, gets the, he gets another great matchup this week in the Raiders. Um, 
Raiders. Yeah, so it's kind of hard not to like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and 16 is probably his floor, I'd imagine. So uh, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, so if you've got like Goff or someone on, on buy, go ahead and get Lamar. Mm-hmm. It's, gonna, it's pretty weak at QB streams this week if you don't have a backup already. Yeah, but um, Lamar's pretty available still. Um, I imagine he'll be more popular now. But uh, he's at Cincinnati, like I said last week, good schedule. Oakland, Atlanta, Kansas City, Tampa. Uh, I guess the Chargers week 16 was a little rougher, but even then, like they haven't been like anything amazing this year for what they should have been. So very easy schedule for Lamar Jackson, who I assume will keep starting the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, if they if they keep winning, they kind of got to keep going with it, right? Yeah, and they should. Yeah, just uh, both. <laughs> it's like the hardball thing. You have a quarterback, and then you have a mobile backup. <laughs> he comes in for the hurt starter, and your last name's still Harbaugh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> just yeah. Di- Their divisions, you know. It just kind of weird out crosses over. But um, uh, who who are some streamers you like? I do like Baker this week against Cincinnati, even though like historically. Cincinnati's kind of owned the Browns, at least the past couple of years, as far as I've been watching. It's not really been close between those two. I think if like the Browns are a different team now. And I don't know. Baker's looked good the past two weeks. And quite frankly, the Bengals defense has looked horrific. So give me some Baker love. It'll be baby good. The bakey, Baker the baby maker. Baker the baby maker. Okay. <laughs> uh and then uh <laughs> Mullins, I think. Um, I know you have Jameis on here, obviously, but fuck Jameis. Um, but but Jameis. both sides are good matchup. But um, Tampa Bay is super offing as quarterbacks. So, like, in the most desperate of streaming options, there's Nick Mullins. And, um, but also, the problem with Jameis on streaming is, like, he could get benched again. <laughs> That's the thing with any time you play Tampa quarterback, they could get benched. Yeah, I don't think they're above putting the other one in if one's having a bad day. No, yeah, they're going straight Browns on this one, just like swapping them out. Yeah, you're not doing well. Put the other in. No, he yeah. sucks. Put the other one back in. And then um, a conditional stream, Dalton. Um, if we get AJ Green, I'll stream him. If not, I don't want to do it. I don't think it'd be he'd be terrible, but I think it's just it's just a lot better with Green. Like it's Dalton is Dalton and the Bengals are way better with AJ Green. Like, that's kind of an easy thing to say. So, I mean, it's very obvious. Yeah, it's like, remember the Giants without Odell? Exactly. It was disgusting. A number one receiver matters. <laughs> I mean, even even Cooper for the for the Cowboys, like, look how much he's helped them. Even if he isn't doing a ton every week, it still helps so much. Yeah. But It does. It draws coverage. Like, it just changes mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Um, some tight end streamers. Uh, pick one from Seattle. <laughs> um, I think Vinette. I I would think so, but um, it's kind of tough to gaze at some days. Um, Carolina is super bad against the tight end. That's kind of something we can target all year. Mm-hmm. So um, we get the snap counts on him. Um, Vinette's been out snapping Dixon, not by like a huge margin, but definitely been out snapping. They want to see targets. Targets. Nick Vinette is out targeting Ed Dixon for sure. Um. Neither, like the last two weeks, neither have gotten many targets, but I mean, even over the last four weeks since Dixon's come back, it's still been mostly Vinette. So I would go Vinette. Um, and remember Will Disley. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. Um, I also don't mind Jonu again this week. 
it's kind of like you know the backup quarterback looks to tight end thing um, i don't love it just because i don't know how much their offense will do at all but if i had to pick one yeah if i had to pick a guy and had to like say this is the worst position in fantasy who do i kind of maybe don't hate it would be maybe jonu so <laughs> it's not a very confident one but i don't like he's it's it's tough because you kind of chase touchdowns with him i don't know how many touchdowns he'll get but I imagine the targets will be there some, and he's like talented. But it's not. I don't. It's not my favorite. I like. I would rather take a shot on Vinette than a shot on Jonu this week. Same. Um, but yeah, and then um, I'd rather take a shot at Mo Alley Cox. Honestly, <laughs> like, <laughs> so the indie tight ends. It's gonna be indie tight end week. Um, they get the Dolphins right. I keep, I keep forgetting who yeah. plays who, but um, the Dolphins, Dolphins. are. In Indianapolis. Yeah, the Dolphins are rough against tight ends and running backs. Like, they're really bad against tight ends. So like they're gonna yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna go back to you know, not as huge of a TY day, but tight ends just go wild probably. Um Ebron, Doyle, Cox all have a touchdown. Yeah. Um I, I mean Ebron and Doyle are probably all owned, but like if you have them, I definitely would play them this week. Um mm-hmm. I, I probably wouldn't take a shot on Mo Alley Cox because like it's touchdown or bust there. Absolutely. That's what's fun. <laughs> when he gets it, you're like, yes. Cool. I mean, <laughs> you might get seven points. <laughs> yeah, you might get seven points. I think I would go Joni, though, over Mamali. Maybe. I would like to not have to choose either of them. Yes. I do like Doyle, though. Of, of the three, I really think Doyle's going to have a good game. Yeah. Um, I mean... Doyle and Ebron can both have top 12 tight end games easily. Yeah, for sure. Because of how bad tight end is. So, like, both are fine. Um, Nick Boyle, as a desperation play, he was the tight end that Lamar went to a lot this week. Um, And the Raiders are bad and bad against tight ends, especially. So, um, yeah. I mean, it it could always switch over to some other tight end at any point. So, like, I I, I wrote next to it, desperation play. So... Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> not the best, but like if there's literally no one, like if it's Mo Alley Cox and, and Boyle and you're like, I don't know, I guess just pick one. I mean you could you could do worse, I guess. You could do worse. Yeah. But um like like Chris Herndon worse. Um <laughs> I think I would go Herndon over Boyle, but um tell tell me about Herndon. I know I know he's he's your guy. I don't know. I saw a really interesting stat concerning him the other day that was just like he's had a he's basically had a better first year than you might initially think like in terms of historically other tight ends he's in like good company so like i think he's a good option i think he's gonna evolve into one of their actual weapons for once i don't know how well josh mccown likes herndon i think he's obviously like if he's the one getting most of the snaps though the Patriots are pretty weak against the tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got he got some targets last week, or I guess week ten, I should say. Um, he was the leading receiver technically, <laughs> but oh, I don't God. know how much that's worth per se. Um, <laughs> he got four targets for three catches and thirty four yards, and he was the leading receiver. Yes. These are the days where I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about those bills. <laughs> but no, um, I mean. It's terrible. They're just bad. Mm-hmm. They uh, they are. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct, Mozzie. They are trash. <laughs> they are bad. But um, uh, <laughs> anyway, but tight ends. Um, I guess let's move over to starts. Um, my start is Marlon Mack. Um, 
obviously I would I like it more if their if their center is in, but I'd probably still play it if he's not. Um, well, not as excited, so I guess the tie tie break with that. But Marlon Mack should have a really good week this week. Miami has been Miami Cincinnati have been the two worst teams against running backs over the last few weeks. Um, hmm. Giants and Cleveland are up there. Giants I most recently with snacks out has been terrible, but Miami's one of the worst teams against the run. Um, oh shoot. Um, I got a notification. OJ Howard to be placed on IR for foot injury. Ha! You heard it here, folks. Yeah, I, I, I did. Did I not say I think they may shut him down? You did literally just say that <laughs> yeah, like an hour ago. So, um, yeah, OJ Howard's on IR. That's interesting. Um, so get your Cameron Brates all yeah. up in your lineups. You get to have an extra bench spot in the league now, huh? Um, <laughs> um let's see, which I'm kind of okay with because I've anyway. Um. I got Ingram, I got I got Howard. I'm like I have extra room now. Anyway, that's unfortunate for him. That's a bummer, but um, makes sense how they're gonna shut him down. Um, I guess it was a high ankle sprain. Maybe there's some foot with it too, but clearly it's it's oh foot and ankle they're saying. So yeah, it's a bummer. Um, anyway, but back to Marlon Mack. Um, he's he, a guy. He's had some really good weeks actually, and he's been. I'll, I'll look up his like fantasy output the last few weeks, but um. I mean, his first game back, he got like 33 points, right? Yeah, he's. He's healthy now, and he has a good offensive line. So, yay! That's that's all important stuff to start with. So, against Jacksonville, he didn't do much, obviously. Um, but against Buffalo, he had thirty-one. Oakland, he had twenty-eight. By Jacksonville, seven. Tennessee, thirteen point four. I mean, against Miami, I mean, I, I won't be surprised one bit if he's around twenty. So. I mean, I imagine they'll lead pretty much that whole game. And Miami's batting against running backs. I, I, Everything lines up for him, and the line is so good. Yeah. Damn. That's bold, though. He's at 120. Um, I, I say I think he'll be around, like, 20 fantasy points. So. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, so I guess that yeah, puts him around totally. 120, yeah. But I can get that. That's that's my, like, gutsy estimate on it. So, um, yeah. I like him this week. I'm going to laugh when he shits the bed, and I'll be like, I told you Marlon Mack was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming around on a middling running back. This is going to happen. <laughs> it's more a product of the team than him. But Yeah, I mean, now they have a line. Yeah, it's it's team and matchup. Like, we've seen all kinds of average running backs be good at various points. So, yeah. Truly. Sean Green. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you're asking who's that, exactly. Exactly. Um, just ask Shanahan. But, um, yeah, I've got a uh, Stafford as my start. <laughs> I just, I think he's going to bounce back this week. Um, I'm thinking like 300 yards passing two touchdowns. I could see that. Thanks like nothing good. crazy, but like a solid line. Does no Marvin and no carry on concern you though? Ish. They still have Galladay <laughs> and, uh, theoretic and that's it. <laughs> but that's what they're going to use, I think, if I had to. Like, I think the biggest hit is not having a carry on, man. Yeah, dude. Shipping Golden Tate out hurt them a lot, though, too. It did. But now, with, and now, like, they lost Marvin Jones. Yeah, that was too. just a very sucky sequence that they had. Right. But, um, yeah, so Chicago is actually, like, if you, if you adjust. Like for like strength of schedule, Chicago's actually like not that solid against quarterbacks fantasy wise. They, exactly. They limit 
they kind of limit everything else, but like maybe they're just bad against running quarterbacks or something. Who knows? But like they're tied for like second worst as far as like average production percentages allowed, which is is basically fantasy production adjusted for strength of schedule, which is like how much have the how much have the other teams allowed to the same opponents kind of thing, which the only thing that is flawed there is sometimes it doesn't account for injury changes. Like we talked about with the Giants, how they're just so bad at that snacks. But um, Indy's by far the worst against quarterbacks, and there's like a kind of like, it's like Indy's really terrible against quarterbacks and everyone else. Even without a really? Michael Sartan, yeah, like Indy's like cannot stop quarterbacks. Even after last week, they're still so bad. <laughs> Damn. But um, yeah, I, I'm still not starting Tannehill, but... <laughs> Oh no, definitely no, not. never, never. Definitely but, um, not. Yeah. Um, see, some sleepers. I know you kind of mentioned one in tandem with Stafford. You wanna, you wanna roll that out? Yeah, I mean, Theo Riddick's gotta get the ball like twenty times on Thursday, right? I mean, who else is Stafford gonna be throwing to? He's finally back from injury. He's getting targets and gets his catches. So they're gonna use probably like Garrett Blunt and Zach Zenner to run the ball on the ground, and they'll throw to Theo Riddick as like the other option to Galladay. So I think he'll have a good game, especially in a PPR format, like particularly PPR. I like it. I like it. Now I want to ask you something interesting about the Lions. Okay. So Galladay had 14 targets, a lot of targets. Who, who was second on the team in targets? Yes. Last week. Yeah. Who do you think it was? Um, Johnson or carry on. Nope, he only had two. The, the, the second, the second oh. place was nine, and it was not theoretic. Theoretic had seven. <laughs> do, mm. do, you, do you even know if this guy is on the team is my question, because I didn't until, like... Is it Brandon Powell? It was Bruce Ellington. Oh, right. Oh, right. I was That happened last night. I was watching, and I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Bruce Ellington's on the Lions? Yeah, I forgot about it until like, I saw it afterwards. Yeah, I forgot he's there. Bruce Ellington got nine targets. So. Yeah, he'll get targets as long as he's healthy. But didn't he get rocked? Maybe. I don't know. I, I think, think he had his world shook. Probably. But, you know, I imagine he'll still play. <laughs> Such as I haven't heard anything on him, like, being injured or anything. So, like, I mean, if, like, if you're, like, this is more like a DFS thing. I don't know how she, I haven't looked at the cost yet. But, I mean, Ellington's, like, kind of a sneaky option that, people probably don't even remember is on the lines. So. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, I forgot he was there. And then, like, he he got a lot of targets. That's, I mean, when Bruce Allen is getting nine targets, I think that kind of says a lot about about your offense and your team as a whole. For sure. So he's listed as questionable. Okay. He just had a back injury, so he'll be fine. <laughs> just a back injury, no big deal. But, um, yeah. So Bruce Allen is pretty cheap on DraftKings for what it's worth. So, and then then DraftKings is full PPR. So just throwing that out there. But um, if you want to play the Thanksgiving games, um, so one yeah. of my sleepers, um, yeah, one of my sleepers, another actually two of my, both of my running backs, um, Gus Edwards and Josh Adams. Um, I mean I don't know if Gus Edwards is really a sleeper at this point, but like, <laughs> you gotta pick him up after last week and see, because if you get a running back who's gonna get twenty carries and hundred yards and a touchdown on a somewhat remotely consistent basis or get close to that, then you've got to look at it, obviously. Um, and the Ravens right. don't give a fuck who has the ball. So um, there's that. And also, Josh Adams, he's the guy right now, at least for the time being, 
in the Philadelphia backfield as far as, you know, rushing goes. Um, they get the Giants this week, who, as I mentioned, are awful without snacks. Teams have been eating against them without snacks. Damn. <laughs> I, was, I was like... They need um, snacks. Yeah. <laughs> They're hungry. They need snacks. They uh-huh. need snacks. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a mashup thing. Um, Philadelphia's going to have no problem, like, winning this game, and Josh Adams should get... Should get double-digit carries against a terrible defense, so he's definitely worth a look as a sleeper option. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've got one more guy for the, the tomorrow game. So I tried to pick some people that you could maybe watch tomorrow. I like it. Or not tomorrow, Thursday, whatever the mm-hmm. hell day it is. Uh, so I have Cole Beasley. I think he'll be the primary receiver for Dak against the Redskins. I don't think Cooper has a good day. I could put him as a sit, but I already have a couple of them. Yeah. So I would pick Michael Gallup as my sleeper from the Cowboys. And this is fully, really? this is fully narrative based. So um, apparently Michael Gallup's brother uh, killed himself like over the weekend. So, I did see that. Yeah. So he'd been away from the team and he said he plans to play on uh, Thursday. So. Well, damn. Yeah. Like that Marquise Goodwin crazy game. Yeah, this is it's. I'm gonna follow the narrative on this one personally because like sometimes those kind of things do actually matter. Where he like it's like you know the Brett Favre game for his dad. There's like these players like like care about these things. Like I'm a, okay, obviously they care about things that happen, but like their teams want them to be successful as well after those kind of things. So yeah, yeah. So I'm throwing him in there because why not? Yeah, he'll be my he'll like- be my sleeper. And I'd rather root for him over Beasley. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> but um, yeah, one one of those guys should have a good day. Hopefully, I mean, if I had to pick Maybe one, I'd pick Gallup because I think he's better. But <laughs> and the narrative there too with that. But they honestly yeah. might both have decent games. It'll be it'll be an interesting game against um, Washington for sure. But um, on to on to sits. Um, so it's like we both uh, we both don't like a cooper right i'm not really huge on cooper either yeah um i don't know if we'll draw josh norman the whole game or what but i mean this is just gonna be a bled game he'll be my one of my sits gotcha i don't like hate him but i don't love him i mean i don't like i don't love anyone really outside of zeke per se this week yeah i mean i get that so yeah um so one of my sits is actually aaron jones um interesting so i know he's been hot spicy hot but um and like I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not telling you to sit him for like some shitter, but like the Vikings <laughs> are at home against the Packers and they're favored in the Lions. Or say the Vikings have good run defense, so I mean they're one of the best teams against the run. They they limit fancy production in general as of late, so um, it's gonna be tough against a good run defense when you're likely behind or having to throw a good amount. That Aaron Jones is gonna be super productive, so. The only thing I'll say is that last week against the Seahawks, Jones had five receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, so, I mean, they may... Can get some in the air. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know if that, like, is going to be, like... There are some teams that are way more vulnerable against that kind of aspect, but I don't... I'll have to Not check. I don't, I don't know if the Vikings necessarily are. Um, I can look at it right now, I guess. But, um, let's see. Well, the worst weeks were against New Orleans and the Rams... And, and I mean, we know why there, but um, yeah, it's Kamara and Gurley. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I mean, they limited they limited Cohen last week for what that's where the stars receive. I mean, obviously it's two it's two separate backs there, but I don't know. I was, like I said, it's not. I'm, I'm not saying you can't play him. I'm just saying if I have Jones and similar options, I would lean away from him based on the matchup and this likely game script. Yeah, I think he's gonna get volume enough that he'll be viable as a flex option. But like, I would sit him for some other people. I mean, he's not gonna get you the chance on. I don't think he's gonna get that twenty plus point game again. Right, I don't either. I think he'll probably get you like ten to fourteen. Yeah, I would. I would say like ten to twelve is what I was thinking. He might probably end up with, but there you go. So that's not terrible, obviously, but like it's not the. That's what's what I mean by eight. Like I'm gonna put quotes around it, I guess. But well, yeah, he, but it's he's not gonna get twenty eight. Yeah, this like yeah. for me, I see I see a ceiling more towards like twelve ish. But um, who's I don't know. We talked about Cooper briefly there. Who's who's the running back you're not a fan of this week? Jordan Howard. <laughs> I don't I don't mind it. I don't like it. Jordan Howard against the Lions on Thanksgiving. See, the Lions do well on Thanksgiving. They do. They show up for the game. They get snacks now. And I don't know if Jordan Howard actually can run the ball outside of, like, right up the middle of where snacks is. I don't under, like, is that part of his thing? I don't think it is. That's what Cohen's for. So I'm not a big fan of him this week. Uh, he might get, like, a ton of carries, but I don't know. Because yeah. they might have a lead. Detroit, I don't, yeah. I just don't love it. Detroit has definitely improved since uh, snacks has been there. So, McCaffrey yeah. only had 50 yards rushing, but he also does all his damage in the yeah. air. So on this sure. on the whole season, Detroit is let's see is is in the bottom 10 of like running back production allowed. But over the last five, they are like one of like the better teams. Like just I think not quite top 10, but it's definitely shifted a lot. It's gone from like worse than average to better than average. They were like the 29th for most of the season. Yeah, now they're they really have... bad up there mm, it's a like super it. obvious turnaround i mean you can see the inverse for the giants too i mean yeah minnesota still put up some running numbers against them but like it wasn't as bad as it was early like if you look at their early season like like if the running back groups at 33 39 25 38 22 23 every game is yeah. good and then it's 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 improved over the last few weeks it was still 25 27 but now it's okay 21 17 it's good. It's not still not amazing, but it's definitely not as bad as it was. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I would prefer Cohen this week. Probably, yeah, I would. I would agree there. Um, and then I also am not a big fan of Hooper this week. Um, we saw the Saints limit Ertz, so I imagine they'll limit Hooper. Also, Hooper's kind of inconsistent anyway. Um, the the Falcons are going to attack the Saints with the receivers. Like it's going to be a Matt Ryan and receivers day. I'm not huge on the running backs either, but I'm definitely not big on the Hooper. Um, it's going to be Julio, Sanu, Ridley Day. I think like all of them will be like usable. Weren't you big on Ridley, or is it Sanu? Um, kind of both. So I like Ridley good amount. Um, Sanu plays out of the slot the most, and that's where Saints are the worst. Ridley goes in there some. Like, they move them all around, obviously. But um, I do think Ridley will have a really good day, though, against these terrible corners. Like, his route running is just like pristine and... The corners are trash, so I, uh, I mean, Marshall Lattimore is going to be on Julio, and so like Sanu and Ridley are going to have really easy matchups. So I think they're both good options. Obviously, we've seen the huge, we've seen more blow up from Ridley, so like he's the ceiling guy. But 
I'm I'm fairly confident that Sanu will get you like ten, like for sure. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like Ridley too. Like Ridley, I, I, Ridley's I anywhere so. from like seven to twenty plus, but like I think right. Sanu's firmly in that like ten, twelve kind of thing where like if you just need some points, like Sanu's got you. Sanu's got your back. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I just saw your bold prediction for the first time. Because <laughs> of the names. Yeah, tell, tell me about your bold prediction here. All right. We got this stellar matchup going on between the uh, Niners and the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. Uh, best part of this matchup, though, is the two receivers whose names are almost identical. We have Goodwin and Godwin. I think they both have awesome games in this matchup. I both of their secondaries are pretty mediocre. Though I'll say, in all honesty, San Francisco has improved, I think. Uh, the Buccaneers has not. Their defense is trash. <laughs> I think they combine for two touchdowns and 220 on I like the day. It. Bold predictions here only. Yeah, because, so no, yeah, I like it. No Howard. Um, Winston is in. And they, I don't know if that helps her. I think Godwin is kind of consistent either way, but. Winston will look to Godwin, who should get more except without AJ Howard. Goodwin, I mean, he gets the Bucks, like you said. So I, I, he gets I, the Bucks. I like this call a lot. Um, I Goodwin was so I was like, I like to like do like the the DFS lineups early. Like I'll look at like Monday or Sunday night or something, just like get a really early look at it. And Goodwin was like one of the first people I locked in because he's like five thousand on Fanduel. Ooh. And you typically want him to hit like two times value, maybe a little more, but um. I mean, like at five thousand, like Goodwin will definitely—he has a very good chance of hitting ten. <laughs> I feel like, but I guess the Bucks. I don't. Yeah, it seems that seems too cheap. But um, even in a season long, I do like Goodwin too. Um, yeah. I think the Chub train continues this week. I've got Chub him for, train. I've, I'm last week. I wasn't. I wasn't zealous enough on it. I uh, I'm going a little harder this week. I've got one fifty total yards and two tutties for uh for Chubb this week. Oh my goodness. He he did more than that against the Falcons, so that's for reference. Um, and let's see, the Bengals have been the worst team against running backs over the last five weeks in terms of you know the, I, I, the like the normalized production allowed kind of thing. Which um, I mean you don't need. I mean you can look at any metric and the Bengals are bad. <laughs> I mean that's that, and then also on defense against like running backs too. I mean New Orleans smoked them, Baltimore ran a shitload on them. Even Peyton Barber had an okay day against them. Like, if you look back, the Bengals have not held any, like, running back group under, like, 22. So, honestly, you can play both Chubb and Duke Johnson, probably. I would prefer Chubb, obviously. I would prefer Chubb. But, I mean, they're both probably fine this week. Like, <laughs> even on the other, I, I, I like mixing on the other side, too, actually. Oh, for sure. But he's definitely going to be started. Cleveland's run defense. Um, it's Cincinnati, Miami, then Cleveland, and then the Giants. So as far as production allowed goes. So, I mean, that they're all good options. But obviously, got to pick one. Chubb's my guy. Always, baby. Mm. Always Chubb. Chubb-a-lub-a-dub-dub. <laughs> um, and then moving on to our game picks. Um, Last week was a tougher one. I was only 6-6 six and because six I didn't do the Thursday pick. Uh, my Baltimore lock hit. My Minnesota call in the upset did not hit. Yeah, I went 8-5. and five. My Indy lock did hit. Uh, unfortunately, the Chiefs did not beat the Rams, as I predicted. The game was so. bonkers, though. They had a chance at the end, dude. That was crazy. I know. 
Pat Mahomes, man. That was threw up very, some bad ones at the end, some ducks. That was a very neat game. That was cool. <laughs> that was so high scoring. Every play was a big play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was crazy that like all those points and like nothing from Gurley really fancy wise. It was that's absurd. I was like weirdly confident in the Bears and the Colts last week, so I made a bet on them and it came through. I parlayed it, made a bunch of money. Nice. It was good. Yeah, that I, I, it's like a decent strategy is like putting confidence levels on certain games and like you can bet some together. Yeah, I think the best thing is for people that do want to bet is don't just bet games because you can just I would wait until you feel very strongly about a particular game. Mm-hmm. That's what I tend to do. And it made me money. There you go. Trust your gut. Yeah. Um, so as far as the Thursday games, um, we all <laughs> we are in agreement that Chicago will beat Detroit, Dallas will beat Washington, and New Orleans will beat Atlanta. Yes. Um, the next game is Jacksonville at Buffalo. Um, so got- I'm still torn on this. Me you too, are too. Dude. <laughs> We're both torn on this. It's so bad. It's like, on the one hand, Jacksonville almost beat Pittsburgh yesterday. But on the other, the Steelers looked like they were a fourth-grade team until the fourth quarter. <laughs> thing is, both of these teams are so random, and they're both not great. And, like, Jack- Jacksonville should, by all means, win this. But, like, I'm waiting for a little more to come on this one. I and I will start at Jacksonville, but I may move. So, we'll see. I'm going to flip a coin. <laughs> I may I may just pick Ty on this too. Ty, <laughs> this could be one of the worst games ever. Like this could be a three to six final score. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's that playoff rematch, right? Yeah, <laughs> these teams that played the playoffs last year. What the fuck? This is so All right, funny. so I did heads Jacksonville, tails Buffalo. We're gonna flip. I got tails, so I guess I'm taking Buffalo. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't man. know if I like this. Um, oh, yeah, I got some more. All right. I got some more notifications, by the way. Um, Traycon Smith didn't practice today. Today's Tuesday, by the way. We're recording Tuesday afternoon. Um, and then Chris Thompson, Jameson Crowder did not practice uh, on Tuesday as well. So Thursday, or Thursday game, so it's interesting. Um, Cleveland, Cincinnati, we both got Cleveland. Mine right now, I may change it if AJ Green plays. But I know you're just sticking Cleveland regardless. Give me Cleveland, baby. Alrighty, that's weird. Um, <laughs> um, we both have New England over the Jets and Philly over the Giants. We got a split on uh, Tampa and San Fran. I've got San Fran because fuck Jameis, and you've got Tampa. Um, mm-hmm. you, you love Booger McFarlane, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Booger, I can't even like pretend say it. Booger McFarlane and <laughs> Warren Sapp are your heroes, right? <laughs> oh, my God. You love those creamsicle jerseys, right? Uh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'll fucking take the no. I, I really, I do think Tampa wins this. Yeah, even I though just, I don't care. I kind of just had to pick an upset, and I was also kind of torn on this one. So <laughs> I'll start here. Um, we both have Carolina over Seattle and Baltimore over Oakland, and then you've got Chargers over Arizona, Pittsburgh over Denver, which I actually think that one actually will be kind of close. And then uh, Indy over Miami. Um, we're split on Green Bay, Minnesota. I've got Minnesota. You've got Green Bay. Um. I often just favor the home in these divisional ones, but I mean, this will be a good game. As well, you should. Green Bay has not won on the road yet, so yeah, that's and a big... Minnesota is just definitely a better team aside from quarterbacks. Right. 
if you switch the quarterbacks, that'd be interesting. Because, I mean, Kirk Cousins is fine, but Aaron Rodgers is so much better. Like, the Packers would probably be trash if they switched quarterbacks, and the Vikings <laughs> would be, like, undefeated. But, yeah. um... Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cousins, Cousins is I fine. He's good. Like, this morning that was, like, when the Vikings realized they tr- paid $90 million for Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't want to be rude to Kirk Cousins, but, like, is he, good? like, great? No, I don't think so. I think I think he's above the Dalton line. I think I, he's above I, the actually, Dalton I line. Will, I will say he's definitely above the Dalton line, in my opinion, but... He has his primetime stats, though, are the same as Andy Dalton's, which is what's, <laughs> which is what's funny. He's got that <laughs> primetime disaster gene. I want to see if has. I can find it. Oh, it's funny. But um and then we both have Houston over Tennessee. Um going on to locks. My lock is Houston over Tennessee. Um they are less than they I think it's like six point favorites, so it was in within our range for the locks. So I'm taking that. I don't think it's gonna be remotely close. Um and Kirk Cousins my, is four and twelve in prime time. Oh man, what's Andy Dalton at? Where'd you, I don't look, know. Where'd you look this up at? You just Google it. Yeah. Find what Andy Dalton's at. And then um, my upset, I've got San Fernando Tampa. <laughs> I kind of had to pick one. Um, and like like I said, I would, I'll, I'll, I'll double up on the Cleveland one with Mozzie if uh, AJ Green's out. But um, for now, I'm going to San Fernando Tampa. It's honestly, it's just coaching difference. It's just <clears throat> Shanahan's just an infinitely better coach slash play caller than Cutter. Uh, I agree. If Cutter's calling the plays, it's a lot. I think Wonka's still calling the plays, but Cut Shanahan like is a very good game planner. So I am, I mean, and that's the Bucks. Like <laughs> they could lose at any moment. So I don't know when this article's around. from. It's a, I think it's before the season, but uh, Dalton was before 2018 season five and 19 in prime time. <laughs> <laughs> that's gross. Oh man, <laughs> tell me about your tell me about your locks and upsets. Uh, my lock is Carolina over Seattle. For I just had a very strange reason about feeling about that one this week that Carolina's going to hold their own against the Seahawks. And then my upset is going to be well, I guess I kind of have two. I guess my one upset will be Green Bay, but I also have Cleveland beating uh Cincinnati. I want to put that in there. I'm trying to find is yeah, I'm trying to find like an updated thing, but Sunday. Yeah, it's brutal. Anyway, I'll figure, I'll try to look more into that. But yeah, he's. I mean, it's a clearly not good. It's like one of those things where like they, when the lights come on, how do they react? And yeah, they're like zero and six on Sunday Night Football or something, or Kirk Cousins is something terrible like that. <laughs> I'm just ask, just asking Andy Dalton about the playoffs, right? <laughs> uh. Remember what they're like. He has sad memories of the Texans and the Jets, <laughs> and Mark Sanchez, yeah. and Matt Schaub, or was it no, Tom Savage? I don't know. There was, was some Schaub. random guy. I think I think it might have been both of them at some point. Possibly. Oh, T.J. Yates. There Remember? it is. That was it. <laughs> T.J. Yates. Shit, the man. Bengal Slayer. I hope Jolly's listening to this right now. <laughs> Although I did lose the bet, Lamar Jackson was not a top twelve quarterback. Unfortunately, I'm gonna blame the no touchdowns, which I mean I feel like is, you know, okay, uh, solid. But um, yeah. Reasonable. So 
my team name is now going to have to be Marvin Lewis is my guy. So I was going to, I was going to make him do like big Ben is my daddy. (laughs) Uh, Marvin Lewis is eight and 31 in prime time, by the way. Holy moly. (laughs) He's your guy. (laughs) My guy. Yep. But, um, (laughs) I think Lamar will be good. So whatever. I thought, I thought your bet was for the whole season, not the debt, like one week. Oh, like a rest of season thing. Yeah. I'll see. I'll see if he doubles down. I'll be like, Hey, double down. Um, and I'll I'll make it on like next season, like all of next season, and see what he does. Hell yeah! I'll see if he bites. I'll see if he bites on it. But um, <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. I hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving and watches some football. You know, has a good time with family, eat some food. It's, I'm looking forward to it. I I like Thanksgiving time. I mean, I like to eat. Obviously, I love football, so it's hard to beat that. Yeah, it's just like having football on during the week it's just great yeah just it's like it's really on all day too it's so nice all day it's i all think day. i'm off that day too i hope you're off on thanksgiving yeah you never know where i work <laughs> also true but um guys we got some good games too i mean falcon saints obviously is a great nightcap redskins cowboys is not as intriguing now with the back quarterback situation but bears lions is always is always fun I think Colt McCoy will make it a game. We'll see. I well, hope he does. There was, I think he like they said like he told his teams like 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 he like he went up to the locker room. He's like, "You're in good hands with me" or something like that. I'm like, that's kind of odd, but it's like an odd way to say it. But yeah, interesting. But do not worry. I'm Colt McCoy. <laughs> You're in good hands with McCoy Farm. <laughs> Whatever it is, the fucking insurance company. Anyway, um, Allstate. Allstate, right? Yeah. Anyway, thank you everybody for tuning in to Mozzie and the Muscle. This is our Thanksgiving week edition of it. Um, it might, it'll be up tonight, or pro- I'll probably get it up Wednesday morning, I'll say. So look for this to be out before the Thanksgiving games. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I've hardly eaten any eggs in the last like two years. <laughs> I really don't eat them that much either. They're kind of like, I don't know. I think I actually prefer them not scrambled or like cooked all the way through. I can't eat them by themselves. I pretty much need cheese and oh, or yeah. ketchup or toast <laughs> or like potato. Like I need something with the eggs. Cheese and like Cholula, dude. I'm not. I can't do hot sauce anymore. Oh yeah, you don't do hot sauce. That's right. Anymore after that, did I tell you about that? Anthony? I did that video where we like put hot sauce in random shit, and it was all terrible. It was all a bad idea. Yeah. It was okay with avocados because it was salsa, basically. But that was it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because that was like that was what Anthony's like, oh, this is so bad. I'm like, dude, this one's fine. I was like sat there eating it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Yeah, no, the uh, other night I just needed something for these tortilla chips. Mm. I had nothing to put on them. So I put Taco Bell salsa on them that I had saved. I had a Skyline dip that was, you know, spiritually tainted. But it was fine. Oh, yeah. dude! I it was a it was a Scotland dip that me and that girl made before, like she and Anthony got in a politics argument and she got mad and like left and all that. Oh, right. That was an interesting situation. But I ate the I ate the Scotland dip because I'm like, ah, eh, fuck it, I want some. I was like, I don't want it, I don't want it. I'm like, oh, I want it. I need it. And I ate, I ate some Scotland dip and some chips while I watched Coco, so that was good. Oh, that's great. It's Sounds a great like a great fucking day. movie, dude. <sighs> Yeah, man. Um, 
I'm over in my office, so I'm gonna. I'm curious how it'll sound versus when I'm at home. In my step into my office. Yes. Uh, 